1: Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
2: Yes, yes. Welcome to the Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Timothy Michael McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you here on the program. Jackson's wearing a cute little stocking cap. You got the TMA cap, hat, beanie. I always call it it? a beanie. You call it toque? If I was in Canada, I'd call it a toque. But I call it a beanie and a 101 one ESPN. Uh, what do you got there? Is that a quarter zip or a three-quarter zip?
3: Uh, this is a, this is a full zip. Uh, I think they call it a shell jacket. Really, oh, wow. Really nice for the for the cold days. Throw it on
2: over a hoodie. Really mm-hmm. insulates yourself because boy is it cold out there. Nice, too. Jackson. Uh, I walked in here and they were talking hockey on the television above Jackson. But now I see Michael Bublé is being interviewed by Kelly Clarkson. Hell yeah! Now we're talking. That's news. <sighs> And school closings. What the hell's this? Is every school in town closed today? I would would have seeing this for the first time. I would think a bunch are. All yeah, right. I would think plenty are. Yeah. Why risk it? Build in days. Why risk it? All right. Oh, your fa- your father was a principal, right? So that. Oh yeah, he you're knows. Coming, you're coming from that.
3: Well, yeah, he was a, a misconception of like, well, we'll have to add more days on
2: at the end of the year. That's they they're built in. They oh, built, built in. in. Give me some inside word here. I, I wish I could tell you like exact Fox, number. Me. It's probably around five or six days. Ooh, wow, nice. Yeah, yeah. So then use it here because we're already on January sixteenth. Yeah. and haven't used any. Right.
3: You know, if one kid slips and falls on the way to the bus stop. It's you should have just canceled school. So why not
2: just cancel it? Okay, well there it is. Now you got inside word balloon party breaking more stories today. We have the little piddles weekend wrap up, uh, and uh, Jackson's gonna give us six questions to really ponder. Is that what's going to happen here? While well, you text in three one four three nine 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 six four six, air comfort service text line, and of course the YouTube chat i would imagine is as active as the day is long uh and uh, that's the 101 espn channel on youtube uh jackson so why don't you go in there and see what's doing because i know there and you can leave a mic drop too uh anytime you would like jackson what do we got going on what are you gonna lead with here blues flyers i guess uh no oh missouri south
3: carolina from three days ago (laughs) no tough one uh no i'm gonna lead off with the nfl Wow, okay. NFL wildcard weekend. What a time to be alive. Cold, cold, cold. That was the theme. And while the weather outside might be frightful, some yes. of the coaching was less
2: than delightful.
3: Cold outside? <laughs> well, some of these coaching seats are getting hot.
2: God. Good to be back. I feel like bile coming up my <laughs> esophagus. Why? Because you're, you're so try, fast. You're trying to one up Orlovsky, who said the Cowboys need to r- remove everyone yeah. yesterday. Well,
3: if Orlovsky says it, the world hears it. I agree. And I'm just trying to get to that status. Mm. Who do you think is most liable to lose their post as head coach of their respective teams after the wild card weekend that was?
2: Okay. Well, who would our choices be? We're going to say Sean is safe.
3: I would think he is safe.
2: I can't imagine the Eagles removing Sirianni, even though I'm sure they're taking calls this morning. You think so? Listen. Wow. Listen. Look at Orlo- I got Orlovsky working with me. little Orlovsky over here. Oh, my God.
3: Listen, I'm not saying they that... wasn't
2: won the, the, the NFC a year ago.
3: Yeah, but a, a, a fall from grace like this, and I have another question about that later on. But they the, went
2: uh, to the playoffs.
3: Yeah, they, as Mike Francesa described, <laughs> with a lack of inertia. You know, they had to be tush-pushed in. Uh, but...
2: I wow! Know. Someone's got to answer. Someone's got to answer. God, so, I didn't. I wasn't ready for this. I guess now I know why the NFL is the lead. Well, you know, somebody's building a resume reel here. <laughs>
3: if you remember Nick Sirianni, after they beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead, um, had a hell of a display where he was yelling at Chiefs fans, asking how do you like that? And then since that moment, they went two and six and are now bounced out in the first round of the playoffs. That's a
2: that's a real. So Taylor Swift is to blame for both the Chiefs and the Eagles. I'm sure she some will. Was t- present.
3: I'm sure some will. T- if Orlowski doesn't get much traction on the Cowboys <laughs> thing, he might pivot to that. Uh, either way, someone's got to answer for what happened in Philly. And I don't think it's going to be Jalen Hurts. Jason Kelsey already retired. Someone's got to pay that. I don't think Howie Roseman's going down.
2: So are you saying you think that. I Nick think. going to get whacked? I think McCarthy is.
3: Got the hottest seat at the moment. I think most would agree with that. I think two, and closer than you'd think, is Nick Sirianni. They have a really good team, and they fell completely apart.
2: Someone's got to pay. They just went to the Super Bowl and the playoffs. Coach has been fired for less. I don't really know if we would have an example. I'm not saying that it's not the case, because somebody may be able to pull an example, but I would really be surprised if you had a coach who just took a team to the Super Bowl and then went to the playoffs the next year, and then was fired. Do you have that? I, I, I see you leaned in to start scrolling, so I feel like you might <laughs> no. you might have an exhibit. No, no, this is just. No, this is. Dan said everybody in the Cowboys need to blow it up, and yeah. now I've got to I got to raise them. If Orlowski's taught me anything, it's say it, and then if pressed about it, <laughs>
0: just,
3: pivot, yeah. pivot to different topics. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, either like listen, I'm not advocating for Sirianni to get to get whacked.
2: However, well, who else would be in play? Sirianni, McCarthy, and who else? There were six hmm. games. Browns are say well, obviously Tom Daniels. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's yeah. saying anything in Cleveland. They were thrilled with that. Who yeah. else do we have? McDaniel's safe. Tomlin, I know, was a little
3: uh, ornery
2: when right, asked about his he contract. Didn't, he didn't getting whacked. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that. So at first two. So you came, you came to the table with the lead question, so you could do this Sirianni no, take. That's no. what this was. I thought you would agree. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to theater, and I'd like to apologize. Jackson's
3: a performance artist. I thought. Wait till you hear my take on the Grizzlies. Uh, I thought you would have agreed. Where is that
2: coming When You and Rocky are doing that podcast. Yeah. If I find maybe I'll just elongate
3: the update until Piddle's little segment, and you can't do a damn thing about it. Uh, no, I, I thought you would agree. I thought you would agree that at least his seat's hot.
2: Well, I mean, like, the, they, they played less than 24 hours ago, so you're saying for next year? Yeah. That's yeah. not what you're saying, though. Well, he can't get retroactively fired. Right. Well, I mean, what if he you're saying, is he going into next year on the hot seat? Or are you saying that he might get at fired? The, I mean, those are two different conversations. At the
3: very least, he's going into next year on the hot seat. I think he is liable to get fired the, okay. the, the, this offseason. Hey,
2: you don't have to go high-pitched. I mean, if this is what you really believe, really believe, then, hey, maybe you'll be right, and I'll tip my cap. Because I would think, I'm just, in general, I would be surprised, although it's probably happened because we're using almost 60 years worth of history, uh, that a, that a coach took a team to a Super Bowl, went to the playoffs the next year, and then was fired. But I don't know what that set of circumstances would have been. Maybe sure. there was something off the field.
3: I don't know. Yeah, and that could very well could be, I mean, I could give you a case, but it's an off the field thing, and what? it's not the NFL, but... <laughs> I mean, well, you like know where I'm going. Do
2: basketball? No.
3: Well, I mean, Emeka Doko, the Celtics took him to the finals and was out the next. But you but off the right. off the off the court issues. But I'm just saying, it has happened in that sense. And I would agree, it'd be very rare to go to a Super Bowl one year, have a rough stretch, and then get fired. But the stretch, this rough stretch we're talking about,
2: is like historic collapse. Like they went from looking like, like you're defend, like you're defend, you're defending the position. Of you think? Do you think he should be fired? I think something has to happen. Okay, I, but what, that's not... Well, that Jalen Hurts isn't
3: going anywhere, and Howie Roseman has proven that he will do whatever needs to be done to win, and if he thinks... Yeah, let me ser- ask
2: you this. Let me just cut to the chase. Are you moving to Philadelphia?
3: No, no.
2: Oh, but the times I could have. And and you're just... You're, you're, you're hopping mad because the Blues lost to the Flyers last night. Uh-huh, you're pissed about, about it. it.
3: Excuse me? Nothing, no. Please continue.
2: And you're taking it out on... Poor Nick Sirianni.
3: I think Sirianni, and I have had this take long before the Eagles kind of fell from grace, is kind of— So you're anti-Italian. No, no, I couldn't be further from the truth. Oh, my wife
2: is going to start— I
3: couldn't be further from the truth. I love Italians. Um, (laughs) But Sirianni, to me, to me, has always struck me as, eh, kind of a
2: clown. Oh
3: my, what is this? was the yelling at the Chiefs thing? The
2: yelling at the Chiefs thing. It a three-day weekend, and I come back, and all of a sudden.
3: I, I just think, I, I don't know. I don't think he's great, and I think that. I just was coaching a team in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I mean, weeks ago.
2: we've seen coaches who've coached in the Super Bowl who've turned out to be not that great. I understand. But 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 you were saying before they even began their slide, they were 10 and one, were they not? Yeah. I, I And listen, and he had just coached the team in the Super Bowl and they were 10 and one. And you were like, I'm not impressed. Well, well, I've always thought it. Like,
3: like his behavior was kind of clownish. Like the Arrowhead thing is a prime example, screaming at Chiefs fans like it's kind of lame. I agree with that part. He's had some other moments where it's kind of been like, it's like a little look at me. He's someone some looking well, at yeah, me. I think that
2: that'd be great for your generation in social media. It'd be perfect.
3: Not, you know me. I'm I, I, not well, you. I said your generation. Well, right, right, right. But still, I, they're, 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 like, people wow. can identify. Who would thought the tendencies?
2: Welcome to Balloon Party. Nick Sirianni, is getting held more accountable on this show than he is at WIP this morning. Oh, I bet they're hopping mad. You think, think they're going
3: after Sirianni? hundred percent. Hundred him like they're not going to go after Hertz. They're not going to go after Roseman. So they're got to go after somebody. It's got to be Sirianni. Someone's got to pay the price. It's the cardinal after like the Cardinals lose in the playoff series is is the question not, what is the status of of no I've done this for
2: twenty five years and the answer is no well, the Cardinals Cardinals are a bad examples using, like, using two thousand five after they were in the World Series two thousand seven after they were in the World Series two thousand twelve and two thousand fourteen nobody was talking about whacking the manager
3: it would be like if in two thousand nine instead of like the same outcome happens with the Dodgers but. The t- 30 games beforehand, the Cardinals went like three I They fell apart at the end of 2009. Well, I, sh- I would like to retroactively call for TLR's seat.
2: <laughs> well, you got your wish after he won the World Series the following year. It's not a bulletproof method I'm talking here, but I'm, oh, I'm, I'm learning from Rolski. I am telling you. Look at this! I'm tired of it. God, I've been like I'm like I could work with Jackson for 20 years, and then all of a sudden you come in with the Sirianni take. But I truly, it believe, it. I I mean, truly it was, believe it. I truly believe it's an ambush. I truly believe it. I got to get a lie detector in here to see if you truly believe. It. Like you know what? I'm going to start with today. I'm going to call for Nick Sirianni's job in St. Louis.
3: Yeah, that's right. Well, I think everyone kind of accepted that McCarthy's probably going to be moving out, and I thought who's probably next on the hottest of seats, and it's got to be Sirianni. I mean, perhaps
2: that's correct on a hot seat, but that's different than getting fired. Well, one, you know, you got your seat's got to heat up before you get fired. Well, I don't know if Mike McCarthy's seat was real hot before Saturday afternoon. You know what I mean? If you ask a lot of Cowboys fans, Sure, but that's just because that's the nature of being the Cowboys coach. But they did I mean, they did have a, what, number two seat in the NFC? Yeah, yeah. Nick Sirianni. Wow. It, you know what would be great entertainment is if he did get fired today. Yeah. I and mean, you could do oh victory my God. lap after victory lap.
3: Oh, my God. I have the biggest smile on my face. And I wish nothing I might, but the like, best. I might
2: live stream some Philadelphia Sports Talk Radio, and holy crap on that. Yeah. Because that is yeah. phenomenal. Yep. And maybe we'll see. Yep. Credit me. Yeah. Jackson Burkett in St. Louis is reporting. But at least, I mean, at least the seat is hot. It has to be hot. Uh, your thoughts on Nick Sirianni. <laughs> words I never thought I would say. 314 uh, 399 The YouTube chat, active as the day is long. They're not on board with this perspective. Uh, but you know what, Jackson? Good for you. If you believe it, say it. Now, if you don't believe it, I do, I do. I really do. I wouldn't say it if I didn't believe it. So you think he should be fired? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, because I feel like I might, there's a moving target. You think Nick Sirianni should be fired?
3: I often don't think coaches are the blame. When they get fired, I think a lot of times it's on the GMs. Like if you look at 10 of the Tennessee Titans, Mike Vrabel, for an example, I don't think Vrabel is a bad coach. I don't think he deserves to be fired. I think their GM made some terrible moves, including trading AJ Brown to the Eagles. I think that was a terrible move, but they're not going to fire themselves. So they often fire coaches. I'm not saying it's the right move to fire Nick Sirianni. I just think inside the Eagles front office, a discussion is, is I'm speculating probably happening.
2: Okay. Do you think he will be fired? Yeah, you know what? Why not?
3: I mean, I don't have like a I don't have any like hard data on it. God almighty. But like if you've gone I got to a my guy head, playing a character in here with me now. They fired Doug
2: Peterson too. He won a Super Bowl. He did, but it wasn't back-to-back years. Yeah, it was pretty close. God, <laughs> still counts it's met <laughs> God bless America. Dougie P. I was like, I was like, all right, Jackson will reluctantly start with Philadelphia Flyers and the Blues. Next thing I know, I'm sitting here litigating Nick Sirianni's career. I wasn't prepared for this, to be candid with you. Well, flyers and blues. <laughs> what do you know? I know we're late for a break, which is, of course, the brand of Balloon Party. I will take that break, come back with more Philadelphia Sports Talk Radio here <laughs> on Balloon Party 101
1: ESPN. <laughs> Right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
2: Welcome back to Nick Sirianni Show. Yeah. It's 101 ESPN. Jackson, maybe you're going to get your wish. You want this guy out. (laughs) Hmm. I don't necessarily want him out.
3: Because, like I said, I think coaches are often fired for wrong reasons. I'm just saying that the, a conversation should be had.
2: All right. I went to the uh, Philadelphia Inquirer website during the commercial break and they want him out. Yeah, I'm telling you. Well, but they want everybody out there. But either way, yeah because you know. we were we were discussing somebody said Doug Peter you said Doug Peterson somebody a ghost was in here <laughs> yeah it's me Jackson said Doug Peterson during the commercial break so they played in the Super Bowl in 18 and he was whacked in 21
3: in the offseason leading up to 2021.
2: okay so I guess January of 21 probably yeah I guess yep um, yeah but what I'm saying is year after Super Bowl appearance. And I don't know. Maybe there's an example, but Mm. you're talking about what Super Bowl are we approaching here? uh, 50 something. Yeah, 58, 57. That 114 coaches. Certainly there's some overlap there where multiple coaches coached the same team in the Super Bowl. And I'd just be curious how many coaches were fired the season after they took their team to the Super Bowl and the playoffs.
3: Super Bowl 58, we're coming up on. Super Bowl 58. Uh, brief aside. Oh, go ahead. Why in God's name do we use Roman numerals for the Super Bowl? This guy is loaded for bear. We don't use Roman no, Roman numerals for anything, literally anything. At least not over ten. And now we're doing it for the Super Bowl just to confuse everybody. Like, why does that get Roman numerals? I can't, for the life of me, understand it. Well, you wear a hat with Roman numerals on that it. That is
4: correct. Perfect. <laughs> I was thinking
3: that. Perfect. Like I know
4: them through
3: like fourteen because of Air Jordans. Like Air Jordans was always Roman numerals. But outside of that, it's only the Super Bowl—strangest thing in the world. I don't get it. And Nick Sirianni, get him out.
2: What else? I mean, what else? So you take a weekend trip down to Memphis and you come back. Well, prepare. Yeah. Baby. And one day off. I mean, I really do feel like it's resume real day today, isn't it?
3: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling. Have you good. picked out a place in Philadelphia? <laughs> uh, I've been to Philly several times. Mm-hmm. It's actually where I saw my first NBA game.
2: Was in Philadelphia. Let's reminisce.
3: I like how they have all their stadiums all in one Did area. You see the answer? Huh? No. I was wearing socks with Alan Iverson on them. <laughs> Text in 314
2: 399 9646. Yeah.
3: Wasn't it a great introduction.
2: Like Tayshawn Prince is like the best player on the floor. Rough. Rough what, years to this Sixers. Uh, Jackson's calling for Nick Sirianni's head. What else do we have coming? I can't wait. I mean, this Little Pittles weekend wrap up. Holy crap just like, yeah, Blues tough loss. See the Capitals here the next two games. You know, it's a shame they played. You know, kind of crappy and almost still got away with a point. I was just kind of, and then mm. the next thing I know, I'm on the Sirianni train. here. Yeah,
3: those are my thoughts on the Blues game exactly. So glad we're on the same page on that one. Uh, I'll give you. I'll get make you. I'll do a little Sadie Hawkins. You can be the.
2: Oh, little, nice, little well, is, Man, you are really. This is resume real day. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling really have good. Have you? Uh, have you got representation? I always have representation. Oh, baby.
3: my God. Yeah. Well, when you go, to will do. Uh, either way, got a discussion on the uh, Chiefs-Dolphins game, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I got a discussion on uh, Bill DeWitt the thirds comments at the Winter Warm-Up.
2: Okay. I will take the latter. All right. Which direction, though, are we going here with Bill DeWitt III's well, comments? Well, I got some audio. Yeah, what do we got?
3: Um... So when I said I have some audio, I like
2: have it, but do I uh, have blues it? Blues will take me? on the Capitals tomorrow, and you can hear right here on 101 ESPN. There will be in the nation's capital and pregame's at 5 p.m. Blues and Capitals, A little home at home for you. <laughs> Six periods of hockey with Alex Ovechkin, and oh, there's old T.J. Oshie. Good to see an old friend once again, and it'll be the Blues and the Capitals as they try to right the ship. In our nation's capital. And now here's Jackson's audio that wasn't ready.
3: Uh, here's Carlos Press and Bill DeWitt III talking about the RSN situation Cut. upcoming in
1: 2025. Bill, do you have to be prepared to get your games going independently next season in 2025? Do you have to be prepared to be the independent provider for your games, even if there's the possibility of an MLB kind of group thing? you have to kind of prepare and the idea it'll be you reaching out and you'll have to produce
4: them? Uh, Well, if you're a free agent with your rights, like we might be in 2025, um, there are multiple ways that could go, right? We could do our own network. We could um, work with MLB and have it be a MLB-led effort with a basket of MLB teams that are out in the marketplace getting distribution collectively. Um, there could be another third party that emerges. I mean, there's been rumors of big, the big boys in the bankruptcy auction court, right? Yeah. And uh, coming in and saying, you know, maybe we'll buy these rights, in which case you'd have an intermediary again to deal with instead of valleys, maybe it's someone else. So there are multiple scenarios out there that could play out and we need to be ready for all of them. Probably if we're ready to do it ourselves, then we're ready for anything. That's, that's sort of my philosophy.
2: I share his sentiment. I agree with it. In other words, if they're preparing it to do their, their own network then they will be prepared to field the variety of different possible offers, i.e. MLB taking it in-house, i.e. MLB partnering with potentially Amazon, as was talked about. Amazon uh, was being solicited by Diamond Sports, Bally's parent, and then MLB's like, we're not going to approve that. Why do we need Diamond Sports in the middle to get this together? We can right. just go and do business with Diamond Sports, or with Bally's, and, or excuse me, with Amazon ourselves. Uh, and then if the Cardinals were to do a Yes Network SNY, Marquee network is the Cubs. Any other networks that I'm leaving out for teams? Does I feel like Boston might have Nesson? Yeah. Yeah, but they I feel like they, they split they also have Bruins and yeah, yeah. the Celtics on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would think that's a rare moment of NBA relevance on this program where you could have jumped in and further bo- bolstered this resume reel that I'm a part of today.
3: But like are the Yankees is that the That's the Yes Network. Is that ex- that's exclusively Yankees games or they don't have
2: I know on SNY, it was Mets and Jets, but they're not carrying Jets games, of course. Got it. But yeah, that yeah. was their, their station. So okay. in New York, the, uh, if you're a Yankees fan, you tend to be a Giants fan. If you're a Mets fan, you tend to be a Jets fan, so they pair them together. Yeah. yeah. Why did you make that head movement with me there? Well, what was that
3: about? like my uncle in New York, guy is a, is a Giants and a Mets. Wow. Knicks and Islanders. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what a...
2: What a parlay that is. Everyone in New York is a Knicks fan. That's a I'm given. Sure. Yeah, but the, the Nets haven't carved into the market yet.
3: But there's like, it's it's kind of all over the place with like who you're a fan of.
2: Are you about to, you're about to transition into your trip to Memphis and see the Knicks?
3: No. Nope. Nope. I feel like I've I've done my work today. I do too. Yeah. I feel like I'm working with a different guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like I should just leave. It's so this like point. Mike and the Mad Dog all of a sudden. <laughs>
3: Because I floated the idea that maybe Sirianni should can, or at least the discussion should happen.
2: Now you're couching it a little bit. I think you might get your wish. Yeah, if it and if it and happens, it be the greatest. Oh my god, be the
3: greatest. Yeah, I'll be the first. You'll see me on I'm
2: Twitter. I'm gonna like screenshot all the texts. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and and by the way, we I owe you money for the your, that's your right, Texans. That's right, the Texans. What, game. Do I, what do we bet? Twenty. I lost money this weekend.
3: I'm gonna parlay it into next week. Got
2: dub, double or nothing on that game. Double or nothing is different than parlay, but.
3: I just use words, and sometimes they work, and sometimes they don't.
2: This was a case of the latter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, why not?
3: All right. Well, let me let me take a walk, and I'll I'll see. I
2: I really like the Texans. See, I like the Buccaneers this weekend, but I really want the Lions to win. Yeah. So I don't want to take the Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Because if it's for our nickel and dime crap,
3: I can't. I really want to see it. Like the value on Lions beating the Texans in the Super Bowl is really, really good.
2: Oh, I can give you that. Producer Joe, Plus eight thousand. producer of, Is that what the number is? Oh, but, that no, the matchups. Exact, yes,
3: for the Lions to beat the Texans is plus 8,000.
2: My thought on the whole thing is, I think the 49ers in the rate... This is so this is negative It's Like, just don't do this. Once you do this long enough, you know not to do predictions. But this is how I feel, so whatever. I don't really I think the Ravens and the 49ers are in their own little worlds, you yeah, know?
3: I definitely think so on the Ravens.
2: That it's kind of, eh. Yeah, and the Niners. I, wanna, I mean, listen, I want to see the Lions so badly. Uh, me too. Both
3: those teams are so well rested. Like, they all, they both set their starters in the final week of the season, and now they've had, so they're kind of like three weeks off while all these other teams are probably coming in battled and bruised from cold weekends. Maybe not the Packers, obviously, but yeah, I could definitely see where they just dominate. But I really, I really, I like the Texans. I like the Texans a lot. All right.
2: So what, I get the Ravens? Yeah. All right, that's the bet. All right, there it is. What is, what's the number? Just straight up, right?
3: Mm, I'm going to have to take a, I bet that number is at, oh, there's going to be, I'm getting a bad number because the Texans played really well against the Browns. I bet
2: seven and a half. Well, We'll use the number, not the one that you're setting. Maybe you got better. You might have a better, better line than that. You might get like eight and a half. Nine I hope. Half. I think that eight and a half. I think have the Packers forty niners is ten. I know yeah, that. It doesn't have that? And either. I think the the Chiefs are getting two and a half or three and a half in Buffalo. That's the smallest spread. So that you're, you're somewhere in, in between there. What was your question that got this whole thing going? Oh, Bill, DeWits- God, I have a lot of thoughts on this.
3: <laughs> uh, it's nine. The number is nine.
2: All right, there you go. You got another point and a half. Um, he also he expounded on this and talked about these major markets that have these networks, i.e. New York and Chicago. Um, and can the Cardinals position themselves because, of course, there are way more subscribers in those markets being much bigger markets now. I honestly don't know the numbers, and I know no one listening. Well, maybe if Bill DeWitt Third is listening, and I think he is. He knows the numbers, but I would really be curious what it looks like for the Cardinals. The risk on this thing, the expense to do it, and then what their projections would be for revenue and then how would it work what would the you know would it be a one off like your netflix and hulu mm-hmm. or would it be part of your would they start using channel 11 again as a direct to but then that's only for games that's not for the cardinal network the cardinals could show like cardinal 30 for 30s and past cardinal games and then you know like cardinal i don't know for lack of a better term sports talk although it would be tough because you know, it's the late, great Joe Strauss would say, you know, be rights holder festival. That'd be
3: the real balloon party. Right. Uh, yeah. That's where balloon party comes from. But Like rain delay programming, like stuff that they do during rain like delays. With the Wizard. Yeah. I love that stuff. And Andy Bennis. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, I've got Andy beans. I was like, keep the tarp on the field. We got good stuff right yeah. here.
2: Like, I would love that.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't know. Because St. Louis is the Cardinal fan base is not the metropolitan area. It's much, much bigger than that.
3: Yeah. Speaking of Memphis, down there, Cardinals, Cardinal are, Cardinals are big. Absolutely. Cardinals Even if Nashville
2: big. gets an expansion team, which I think they will, I still think the Memphis fans will be Cardinal fans.
3: Up to Nebraska, man. It goes. It's a wide swath. Right?
2: Yeah. So I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see it. Another thing that he floated where the Blues and Cardinals get into business together.
3: That's the one that interests me the most. Just because, Why
2: is that? Because you've been pretty transparent with your thoughts on ice hockey.
3: <laughs> I, can, I can still. Assess the value of it and and increased value when you add them into it. Plus, like, it's like taking on a partner,
2: having the whole thing yourself. Yeah, I get Greater that. Greater upside, all while reducing your risk if you take on a pat.
3: But we talk about these other major cities having bigger subscriber bases, so I guess a way to circumvent that is adding another team in there, adding more and more reasons to subscribe instead of, because you can't add more that. people.
2: Oh, I would love that. Yeah, I think Oh, it's great. 1 o'clock on a Thursday, and I'm working from the, the basement. Oh, there's Patty Maroon's goal past Ben Bishop, and it's a Jim Dandy sending the blue to the conference finals. He took the words right out of my mouth. I believe that was the call. All right, Jackson, well, I'm on board. I like to hear it. Here is, here is, here, I will give you a bottom line take. And this is an actual take, although it's pretty basic. But I firmly believe it to be true, unlike the Orlowski theater of the first segment. It'll pale in comparison. (laughs) Baseball fans, specifically Cardinal fans, will be in a much better place for watching games on television 14 months from now. And you know what? I'll I'll go social media on you. Full stop. <laughs> dot dot dot. Yep. So that is good news. Yeah. We got one more year of this nonsense, yeah. and then it'll be good yeah. next year. And I'll be able to watch a game on YouTube TV or on my phone and not worry about the app, you know, crashing. Yeah. Well, Mike Schultz still has comments from twenty one. He does. When I go to watch post game, there's Mike Schilt. and I go, "Mother, he hasn't been on." The... <laughs> All right, Jackson. We'll take a break. Come back with more of Bloom Party here on one hundred and one East. Been-
3: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, N.A. Member FDIC.
1: We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
2: What is Jackson going to be mad about in this segment? First, it was Nick Sirianni. Then it was Roman numerals. <laughs> Can't wait to hear what we got here on segment three of Balloon Party 101 ESPN. You always go back and podcast via the Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's podcast app, uh, the 101 ESPN app. And uh, you can watch us on YouTube, as many people are, including that tiny PP and Eric Nickens, uh, YouTube.com. And it's the 101 uh, One Hundred and One uh, channel, Jackson. Um, three you can watch us and you can see you look cute. I feel like I'm classically handsome. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm cute anymore. You can't be 47 and cute. You're more stoic. Seriously? Yeah, regal. I guess I am regal. King-like. Speaking of which, Chairman Stephen Wildwood uh, left a mic drop, and I'm not sure what he's not happy about. I just know he's not happy about something either. Let's take a listen.
0: Quite the weekend. Winter warm-up downtown, lots of NFL, a couple of Blues games. Stop it! You can't even watch the NFL game! Peacock! What the (laughs) heck is that? Do I have to go to Grant's Farm to watch the game? Why don't you do this? Show the game on Andy Reid's fat ass, and then we can all see it! And what's with these officials? Jesus, you miss every damn call! And they're so cold, it looks like they're going to die out there! Why don't you just have somebody up above the stadium looking at every call and making it remotely? We got technology. This is 2024. Why are games decided by some old-ass white guy who can't even get up and down the field? And what's the media in this town doing? Running down to Memphis to watch the NBA! We don't even have the NBA! You should be down at the winter warm-up asking questions, going to the baseball writers' dinner. Maybe you'll learn something from those guys' piddles. Tired
2: of it! My God. I thought he was going to pass right in the middle of that call.
3: Yeah, the Memphis thing really seemed to get him out of sorts. I can understand the peacock problems.
2: He hit an octave that like only dogs could hear and then the second syllable of peacock.
3: That's right, that's right.
2: Yeah, it's, you know, I hope he's all right. 27 million watched on Peacock on Saturday night. That's right. It was the, what was it called by the New York Post? The most watched streaming game ever? The most streamed event in American history. In American internet history. Yeah. Like they were using internet history.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine anything having more views concurrently.
2: Ella Reese, uh, Brazzers debut. She just got to focus. I agree with you on that. Jackson, do you have a third question, or are you still focused on the Sirianni Roman numerals bit?
3: <laughs> I, I, I Bit right there, just a touch. It felt a little bit like you slammed me, just a little bit. Either way, um, I got a question about Pika.
2: Oh, okay. Well, perfect it's like, segue. it's like we're playing Jeopardy, then. Yeah. I already have given the answer.
3: Well, tw- twenty-three million viewers. <laughs> He's just going to go forward. With it. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Uh, which easily covers if you were to say twenty-three million times six, it would cover the hundred and ten million dollar. Price
2: tag, but that would be operating on the premise that everybody was new business. But right. I, they had advertising as well, and people who don't cancel exactly right, which is the recurring revenue model. Yes, for twenty twenty four, it's like going back to browsers again.
3: Yeah. It's, yeah. Boy, so many parallels to Brazzers so Amen. far. Amen. Yeah, It's like, oh man, you have the office and Parks and Rec. Maybe I'll keep this old Peacock thing. And there's Peacock, here's NBC Universal, smoking their cigars, Ivory Towers. Not me, common man.
2: I didn't buy it. Proletariat, Meat That's and potatoes right. guy. Now you're Meat and potatoes guy. Yeah. Yeah. What are you
3: doing here? Yeah. Now you're taking my act. I'm taking down Sirianni, I'm taking down Roman numerals, and I'm taking down Peacock. Except wow. they probably made like fifty million dollars on it, and that will be just the future. Right. So my question is, do you find this as a huge win for the hashtag shift to stream movement? Or do you or do you think it was a product of a must-see matchup in wild conditions?
2: Boy, well, I'll tell you. I agree, certainly, with the basis for your second question because... Uh, I know you and I were emotionally invested in the Browns and Texans. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the country would have had 27 million if it were the Browns and Texans. So the fact that Peacock got the Chiefs and the Dolphins was a big part of that. Another thing, and uh, Mad Dog, now that we're Mike and the Mad Dog, along with what? Piddles and the Chud? That's (laughs)
3: right. That's a New DBA.
2: Uh, is Mad Dog was on Andrew Marchand's uh, sports media podcast last week and they would always set over-unders for ratings back when he was working with Francesa and he would always, or maybe Francesa would talk, well, what's the weather going to be like <laughs> in Philly this weekend? Because <laughs> then, if you know the weather's going to be bad it increases the chance of people staying in and watching games, so he's mm. right so Peacock got a huge break that most of the United States was just frozen inside. Yeah. Plus you get the Taylor Swift effect. Plus you get the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill, to uh Hard knocks. Hard knocks, yes, indeed. And then you get the Chiefs and defending Super Bowl champions with Mahomes and Kelsey. Perfect storm for Peacock and all it's going to do is lead to more games like that. Yeah. Yes. yeah,
3: and, and honestly, is there anything than being warm inside the comfort of your home and watching other people freeze their ass off? Like, I think there's something to that. Like, Boy, I really want to watch this game because of how cold it is. I mean, boy, it was minus 30 on the field. Oh, my
2: goodness, yeah.
3: When they would breathe, it was like billows of of air coming out. Let me of
2: tell sea. you, uh, I lost money story. Because people like that. You tell what I won money story, nobody wants to hear it. Bad. Thank yeah, you. Bad. So I loved the Browns in general on Saturday. We had our little wager. I threw a small taste on it. Something that would mean a lot to to you know a guy like you. Rounding air. Right. Rounding air. But a small taste for me, sure, Yeah, I forget about it. Yeah, and then I see Laramie Tunstall goes down. Mm-hmm. Were you watching this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know who he is?
3: Oh yeah, I remember. Only for the Flyers. His, no, I remember when he, around when he got drafted. Ah, some, so you do. There was some strategic, possibly. <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm speculating, but there, there might can. have been some strategy of, with going on there.
2: Uh, the Ole mask. Yeah. Yeah, Hari Good God Almighty. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God! Now they're gonna have a backup going up against Miles Garrett. Yeah. I'm going I said to my wife I said <laughs> I have a fiduciary responsibility to this family and our trust
3: and you said Barzini's a pimp <laughs> you could have never taken down Sonny <laughs> <laughs> to invest
2: in the Cleveland Browns and then what did she do what she always does rolled her eyes right I fired a live bet and we didn't even get a sweat out of the whole thing no Poor Joe Flacco was So then, because dirt. of me going, what happened to my instincts? <laughs> I go, well, there's no way in the world the Chiefs Dolphins goes over, so therefore the play is under. But because I was so off on the Browns thing, I yourself. go the over yeah. on the Chiefs Dolphins, and I don't get a sweat out of that. <sighs> and now my family is looking <laughs> to find a wealthy Ledoux family in which to verbo-
3: yeah, well,
2: we can give you some cheaper rates. Thank you. So, yes, I faded myself. You played yourself.
3: Yeah, DJ Kelly. Yeah, so, Amen. So resonant, yeah.
2: Now, on the other side of a wagering story, and this is not mine. I didn't share it on TMA because I wanted your live reaction. So switch on over to YouTube because Jackson knows this guy. I'm not going to give the name, of course. But you've gone out on the golf course with me and gambled with this gentleman. Mm-hmm. And he is easily my favorite to gamble with because we kind of have a similar thought process. Even if mathematically we shouldn't do it, we will do it, and it screws with our opponent's heads. Mm-hmm. Now they get all, oh my God, these two morons are doing this. They're pressing here. He doesn't care. When Grayson Murray, most of you have no idea who Grayson Murray is, and I understand that. He won the golf tournament in Hawaii this weekend on the PGA Tour, got into a playoff, and sunk a 38-foot putt in order to win the tournament, and then Ben on missed a four footer. So we're talking about the math on these things happening. Yeah. He hits that thirty-eight footer, maybe one point five out of hundred. Ben on misses the four footer, maybe ten out of a hundred times. Maybe my guy won fifty thousand dollars on that hit. Oh wow, fifty thousand. Me, I'm. I'm taking out multiple mortgages because the Browns and the Chiefs under whatever the hell I lost on my guy won fifty k.
3: Jeez, I couldn't imagine that sweat.
2: I said, "What were you? What were you going more crazy for?" When he hit the thirty eight footer, when Ben on missed the putt, and he goes the putt because yeah, he's out of the tournament. He's out of the tournament right Right. there, right? Because
3: he hit the putt before Benny on. That's correct. Stroke, yeah, boy. Yeah, once that happened, I happens. was gonna
2: text you. I said I was gonna say, "Hey, switch over," but I thought you were like in Memphis or you know whatever. What time this has been Sunday. It so was Sunday night, like at six, seven o'clock. I don't know. I'm probably the only me and this guy are the only guys in St. Louis watching this tournament. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, "Oh my God, I hope he can." I'm like, "Oh, 38 footer, poor guy." And then he sinks it, and he Tiger Tory pines the fist pump. You and On An misses the four, and then in On's takeaway. I'm like, "Ooh, that was a little Shaky. Scotty Scheffler, Stuart Sinky." Yeah. And sure enough, he misses it. Pushed it, didn't even touch the hole. <laughs> missed a four footer. Fifty thousand, man. So I hit him up for, and I'm paying four points on it after the Chiefs thing. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it's reason. I think it's okay. Get back. Get back on this Ravens play. That's right. I'm about to get paid twenty bucks. All right, we got a break. This is Balloon Party.
1: We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.
2: Back to Jackson's resume, real day. Where is he going? Is he going to Philadelphia? God, they have Embiid there. Did you have a sit down with him on your first show? I
3: would love to sit down with Joel Embiid. Do like a really long form. Talk about everything.
2: Uh, Jackson, we have about two and a half minutes left because of your clock management.
3: So do you want me to, like, spend that on Joel Embiid's 31-month recovery? You and
2: Rocchio can do that on your podcast. Let's go with one final question from this Little Piddles weekend wrap-up.
3: Sure, quick hitter. Back to Philly. Philly is one the Eagles are one of the most fascinating downfalls we have seen in recent memory. Do any local teams across history strike you as a similar to The Eagles fall from
2: grace where they were great. Am I missing? Did something happen with the Philadelphia Eagles that I did not know about? They, they fell apart unlike I've ever seen. Well, no. The, the, the Patriots started out 10 and 1, and they lost in the first round of the playoffs like four years ago. Uh, I think the Chiefs might have had something similar to that as well. The Chiefs this year would actually be a pretty decent example of it. And they're coming off of an NFC championship. I just. I, I think you're too hard on my guys, Gary <laughs> I don't think I'm hard enough. I think if you ask Philly fans, I'm being soft. Oh, I know. You play real well there today. I, I just don't Like the fall from grace. Like, they, they were Super Bowl favorites, like halfway through the season. I understand, but like fall from grace. I mean, like, the Cowboys, I can't believe it. Like we're doing Orlowski, Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless here. Yeah, that's my grand plan you backed me into a corner to take the side of these yeah. these actors. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, by and, the way, can I? Uh, Philadelphia is terrible. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here's. Halftime of the Packers and Cowboys. I'm looking for an Ella Reese update. She's got Like, to, she's, like from Tarico? <laughs> she's got to no, know on Instagram. Oh, okay. She's got to focus. Yeah, boy. She's leaving a lot of putts out there. I'm just telling you. But either way, so I go on Instagram. My wife laughs at me. If I go in there to, to use the little wizard's room, mm-hmm. you gotta take your phone with you just to I go, I got 30 seconds to kill. I want to see what allergies is doing. Sure. And what pops up in my feed? Stephen A. Smith is like acting in his bed. <laughs> with, like, a smirk on his face because the Cowboys are losing. And I go, that's what this industry is now.
3: Is that what we do? I love Stephen A. Smith, and he can do no wrong. So
2: why don't you, like, when the Blues are losing, now that the Blues fans hate you anyway, like, why don't you, like, like, giggle on Instagram and TikTok? You know, I mean, to, just to, like, troll. Because isn't that what's... Isn't that yeah, the whole? Yeah, yeah, But that's the gig. And then he's making, like, 12, 15 million a year. It's, yeah, it seems like a cause I mean, and effect really thing. I mean, kind of ABC poker we can play here. I'm trying to get paid. So, I mean, I guess that's what we should do. Yeah, I can I can giggle after Blues losses. So, like, the Blues lose last night, and here's Jackson <laughs> <in> his...
3: <laughs> Wouldn't you rather have the Grizzlies, St. Louis? I mean, I went to journalism school to do
2: this stupid-ass business yeah well egg on your face i know (laughs) and now it's just hold up your phone and like troll people yeah yeah if or i like i said if rawoski speaks the world listens god i need to go tony soprano and take some peyote and look out into the abyss yeah and really think about this between now and tomorrow Mm -hmm. because if sirianni gets fired oh my god
3: (laughs) you want to talk about giggling i'll be on this (laughs) damn show and
2: I want apologies from each and every one of you. <laughs> uh, all right, this has been Jackson's Resume Reel. Uh, we'll be live on QFTA this afternoon. Tim McKernan Show Podcast. It's YouTube.com slash TMASTL. Follow TMASTL and it'll get tweeted out in the TMA uh, fan page on Facebook. All right, Jackson, uh, what a wonderful presentation it was. Who are you? Who have you become? What are you? You're like Bud Fox on Wall Street. Who am I? What have I become? That's what's going on with you today. I'm, I'm like, legitimately
3: sweating through my shell jacket right
2: now. I'm like a greased pig over here. Clip that off. Time for us to go. BK and Ferrari are up next for Jackson Burkett. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis, Acura, Munganess, Burger, Alton, Toyota, on 101 ESPN, the 101 ESPN YouTube channel.
1: You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.